Hello, everyone. Welcome to Wind Down Wednesdays. I'm your host, Paula Taylor, and this is episode 54. So tonight, we will be talking about burnout. Clearly, I'm dealing with burnout, <laughs> which is why we're talking about it. And I'll get into that a little bit as I state fairly often these topics kind of come up for me organically as I'm dealing with things in my own life. And so today we're going to talk about burnout. And my definition of burnout is kind of the the feeling of being uninspired or bored or unfulfilled. You'll find that 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 could also describe depression. And so I do want to say Sometimes there's a thin line and sometimes we're dealing with more than one thing at once. And and so if you do feel like you're dealing with depression, a lot of times we need outside help for that. And so don't hesitate to reach out to somebody if you do feel like your burnout has kind of crossed the line into depression. But we're going to stick with talking about burnout tonight. So the prescription for burnout is often to take a break. Everyone needs breaks. Of course, everyone needs breaks. Even if you're doing something you really love, sometimes you need to take a break. Sometimes you need a vacation. Sometimes you need to step away from things for a few days or even a few weeks. And that's still one of the great prescriptions for burnout that we're going to talk about tonight. But what I want to talk about is the underlying reasons that that are underneath that burnout because sometimes it is just as simple as, man, I've been working really hard, I need a break. But a lot of times there's something going on underneath the surface that we can miss if we don't really look closely for it. If we just tell ourselves like, oh, I'm burnt out and I just need a break. Sometimes we can miss some deeper things. We talked last week about excavation. So so burnout is sometimes the very top layer of that like topsoil. And underneath that are all these other things that are contributing to the burnout. And that's what I want us to talk about tonight. So I think one of the huge underlying factors of burnout for many, many people is people-pleasing. So this idea that we're trying to be and do all the things for all the people. And first of all, it's not possible. You're never going to please everyone. But you could kill yourself trying. And some people do. And that absolutely leads to burnout. People who have a hard time saying no, who just keep saying yes to things and overcommitting, that that absolutely leads to burnout. And so it would be easy to kind of look at that and say like, oh, I'm just burnt out because I'm doing too much. But underneath that is that question of why are you doing too much? And my answer for that, so underneath that burnout is this people pleasing. But underneath the people pleasing is what we've talked about really frequently this year, which is the idea of worth or lack of worth, tying your worth to whether you're pleasing people, tying your worth to how much you're producing. That is absolutely one of those deep underlying core beliefs, those core fears that can lead us to overcommit, that can lead us to get into a situation where we feel burnt out. And then the other thing I wanted to mention is that sometimes what feels like burnout 
and we might tell ourselves, oh, I'm just taking a break because I'm burnt out, is really avoidance. So if we've been doing some work that triggers fears, if we're in a period of growth, which I think another word for growth is actually discomfort. So if you're in a period of growth slash discomfort, or you're confronting some of these deep-seated fears like the one I just mentioned about worth, that can lead to these really deep kind of scary feelings that lead us to avoidance. And so we might tell ourselves that we're burnt out. We might experience that, that very surface layer of those feelings as feeling disinterested, feeling uninspired, feeling kind of bored or unfulfilled. But what's really underneath that is this fear that's been triggered through this process of growth or expansion, through maybe working through a, an, a trauma and dealing with the things that have come up as a result of that trauma. So that can lead us to these feelings of being burnt out. And if we don't look more closely at them, if we just say, oh, I'm burnt out and I need a break, which again is absolutely valid. We're going to talk about that. Our meditation tonight is basically taking a break. But if we don't look at, at what's underneath that, then sometimes taking a break actually becomes avoidance. It becomes kind of like not dealing with this big giant elephant in the room, as I've said a few times, of a huge core belief, a huge fear, a huge trauma, whatever it is that maybe we're dealing with. So feelings of burnout mask deeper fears about change. And the gentle work of sitting in discomfort is how we deal with this. So again, taking a break is always appropriate. But recognizing when a break is kind of turning into avoidance and coming back to the feeling and allowing yourself to be in that discomfort. Because that's the thing that we will run away from. I've been doing this work since I was 16 years old and I still get into those periods of avoidance where I'm just like, I don't want to deal with this. And, and again, sometimes that's masked more by like, ugh, I'm just not feeling it today. Ugh, I think I'll just take a break. Ugh, feeling kind of burnt out. But if I look under the surface of that, there's a lot more going on that's contributing to those feelings of burnout. So sometimes this spiritual work I'm calling it work, but sometimes it's actually passive. It's not always active work. Absolutely, there are times when we are in an active phase and we are actively doing exercises, whether that's mentally, emotionally, energetically, physically. You know, maybe we're seeing someone for help or seeing a coach or a therapist or an energy worker. You know, we're really, we're excavating. We're actively using our tools and, and digging up some things and going through those things. But part of that process is passive, is absorption. And the example I want to use for that is Shavasana. So at the end of a yoga practice, most of the time, 99% of the time, the teacher will have you lie in Shavasana, which in English is called corpse pose. And it's a deceptively simple pose because essentially it just looks like you're lying on the ground. And, 
And sometimes people fall asleep in corpse pose and that's absolutely okay. But if you're really practicing Shavasana, yes, it's a passive pose. You're not moving, you're not engaging your muscles, but you're allowing yourself to absorb all the work you did in your yoga practice. You're allowing some space for rest and renewal and restoration. And that is still part of this spiritual work, allowing for space. We've talked about sound so often. We're going to do a beautiful sound bath. I hope beautiful sound bath tonight. And, and one of the key ingredients in beautiful sound and beautiful music is actually silence. And in music, silence the technical name for silence in music is a rest. You can have a rest of just a beat or part of a beat or of a whole measure. Or if you're playing in an orchestra, sometimes you're resting for an entire piece because your instrument is not included in that particular movement. So allowing space for rest, especially when we're in discomfort, is something that we really don't like to do, that we really want to run away from, that we really want to avoid. And so sometimes that leads us to having these feelings of burnout, these feelings of being kind of uninspired and just kind of uh, about things, not really excited. And recognizing that allows us to recommit to our practice. And, and when I say recommit to our practice, again, I'm not necessarily talking about an active, I'm going to do this. Sometimes it is that way. But sometimes recommitting to our practice is allowing for that space, is allowing for that rest, that silence. And that, that is taking a break. That looks a lot like taking a break. But it's taking a break with intention. It's not taking a break to get away to run away, to avoid. It's taking a break with intention. So I have been working with this dimensional frequency expansion. Now I realize since late last year, even though I didn't have a name for it and I, I didn't know exactly what was happening, but I knew this huge shift was happening. And, and there's four layers to this. And the, the final layer, as far as I know for now, the final layer is this, what I'm calling the selenite layer. And, and these are frequency layers. They come in the form of sort of an energetic frequency. And each layer has a different purpose. The emerald frequency, the first layer, is, is our heart song. This is to bring us into the heart space and open the space we need to bring the rest of these frequencies in. And then the amethyst frequency is more of a mind frequency. This is where we clear out some of those old beliefs, which that might sound familiar if you've been watching this show. I've been doing a huge amount of clearing of kind of old, of old deep-seated core beliefs. And then the onyx layer is a grounding layer. That's the frequency that brings us fully into the body, which again, if you've been watching this show, you're, a lot of this is probably sounding familiar as to a lot of the work we've done on this show. Because as I said, this is a reflection of what I'm doing in my personal life. So the last layer of this is the selenite layer. And the selenite layer is kind of the layer that seals all the rest of these frequencies in. But it's a hugely powerful expansion. In fact, it's an expansion where you're sort of holding this 
energy, this frequency that's actually coming in from another dimension, you begin to hold that in this dimension so that this frequency can start to work in this dimension and, and help expansion happen, not just for you as an individual in this process, but for the people you encounter, for the beings you encounter, for the earth itself. It's a really powerful process. And to be completely honest, it's kind of kicking my butt, this selenite layer that I'm sort of in the midst of integrating into. So during this huge shift, this and this is very common if you've ever done any kind of like Reiki attunements or something where you're you're having a big energetic shift. It's really common to feel kind of crappy. Honestly, they sometimes they call it the energy flu or they'll call it cleansing. But to feel really physically tired, to kind of get this emotional funk where you're you're just feeling uninspired, you're not feeling super energetic, and what happened with me and this is very this is a very important point so the things i'm mentioning this stuff is not mutually exclusive you can have multiple layers of things going on at a time and we usually do we're complex beings and we have all these layers of excavation that we get to but we have all these layers of things that are kind of affecting how we feel and how we function in the world and so for me I did my one year anniversary of Wind Down Wednesday, which was amazing. And I, I called in that selenite frequency. All of those dimensional frequencies were in this space when I was sharing my kirtan. And it was very powerful and really amazing. And I sort of coasted on that for a few days. And then I kind of hit a wall. Then I kind of, I kind of hit a wall and like, grrr, like, like slid down the wall like I was in a cartoon and and lay have been sort of lying in a heap at the bottom of that wall ever since and and so some of this is burnout like i've been doing wind down wednesday for a year that's a really big commitment i show up every week i am thoughtful about what i present i channel a meditation and i love it i absolutely love it or i wouldn't be doing it but it is it is work and so there's that layer of just like, man, I kind of need a break. I'm kind of tired. This is a lot of work. That's, that's absolutely there. And then underneath that is that people-pleasing layer. And I have been a huge people-pleaser my entire life. Anybody who knows me personally probably could attest to that. And I'm getting better with it. But... There's a lot of that that comes into this, you know, oh, I, I you know, I've, I've made a commitment and people are depending on me and, and I want them to like me and I want them to like my work and, and I want them to, to feel connected to me. And, and so there's a lot of pressure there. So then there's that layer underneath the burnout. And then underneath that is this avoidance of, I am having a huge shift right now, physically, emotionally, mentally. All of that energy, the physical, emotional, and mental energy has shifted to allow me to pull this dimensional frequency into our reality and to hold it and to be able to give it to other people. That's where this is headed. And again, it's a huge joy and I love it, but it's also, there's some pressure there and, and it's triggering some fears. And when I talked a little bit last week about getting out of our way, out of stepping out of the ego, the ego finds that very threatening. And so it starts to trigger 
a lot of these fears that that in the past have pulled us back in a people pleasing fear, you know, that could pull me back in and distract me for weeks. If it was really big enough, that fear, the worth fear, that fear of, you know, I'm not enough if I'm not whatever. For me, a lot of times that manifests as how I look physically, but it could also manifest as, you know, as that people pleasing as I'm not getting things done, I'm not producing. So there's all of these fears that get triggered that if we don't look at them, they're kind of, it's like an iceberg. So we see the tip of the iceberg and then underneath it is all this, this heft, this bulk. And if we don't look below the surface, then we just have that like, yeah, I'm feeling kind of burnt out. I don't know. It's all right. I guess I need to take a break. But then maybe that break starts to turn into avoidance. And again, until we really look at this and sit with it, we don't have the opportunity to move through it, to recommit to our practice. And and again, when I use the word recommit, our practice is ever changing. It's ever evolving. We're not always using the same tools. So I want to talk a little bit about how do we recommit to our practice? And this is good for any time, not, always, not only when you're in burnout. This, this is good for if you're feeling stuck. This is good for if you are just feeling like you need a new direction. And, and one of the ways that sort of happens, and that's been happening to me a lot. I, did, I mentioned that I sort of hit a wall and like slid down it. So if you are doing things in your life and everything you're doing is just like, ugh, ugh. Ugh, like you just feel like you're banging your head against a wall. Nothing's working for you. You know, technology's not working. I've been trying to do these things where I'm uploading, getting onto new platforms. I'm trying to get my book onto a new platform. I've been trying to get on Insight Timer, which is a free app where you can do meditations. And and just everything I do gets kicked back to me. This picture is not the right amount of pixels. Like, you know, it's all it's all little stuff. But when you look at a larger picture, it's like, well, wait a minute why is this so difficult? Why is this, why am I, why do I keep hitting a wall? And sometimes the answer to that is because that's not the direction you're supposed to go. You know, there's that old old saying about doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different response. So if you keep running into a wall, maybe it's time to step back from the wall. Maybe it's time to turn a different direction. So sometimes recommitting to our practice actually involves changing our focus, changing our direction, using different tools. And that's one of the first things that I will say. So my first suggestion is almost always going to be to work with those steps of spiritual processing. And we just did that as I, as I talked about burnout. So there's the awareness step. Okay, I'm feeling burnt out. What's going on here? That goes into mental processing. Why am I feeling burnt out? What's going on underneath the surface? Then there's that physical processing, which sometimes with burnout, physical processing is actually rest. It's, it is taking a break, taking a physical break. So we've worked through those steps of spiritual processing. But one of the other great ways to recommit to your practice whenever you're feeling eh for any reason, not just burnout, is to use a different tool we, we tend to use the same tools all the time, and there's a reason for that. It's because they work. They work for us. But every once in a while, that's, that's another reason we, we're always gathering new tools. Because every once in a while, 
this tool, you know, this hammer is not working when I need a saw, for example. So one of the things I did the other day was that I went to my tarot cards and I, and I pulled some cards for myself. And for me, I find that to be a great way to kind of get below the surface when I'm having, when the water's murky and I can't see that the bulk of that iceberg and I'm like, what is happening underneath this water? I just can't see through it. Then I pulled my tarot cards and that gives me a glimpse that, that gives me, a, it's like shining a light down into the depths and then it's like, oh, okay. And it can help me figure out where to refocus. And again, if you don't use cards, there's a lot of different ways to get in touch with your intuition. You can work with someone else who does intuitive work. You can find other ways to get into an intuitive space. But using tools that we don't always use, remembering that we have tools that maybe we haven't used in a while, these are all great ways to recommit to your practice, even if, again, that involves changing focus. So I've been focused. I was trying to get this book on. I was trying to get these insight timer things going. And I was, it's just, again, I felt like I was hitting my head against a wall. And so I was like, well, what's going well for me? What's flowing right now? And the answer for me is almost always sound and music. Sound and music will flow I could be in the funkiest funk of all time. And if I sit down at my piano and start playing, something will come out. It might not be good. That, that's okay. That's not what getting into the intuitive flow is about. It's not about perfection as we talk about really free, frequently on the show. So, so figuring out where you are in flow, because it can sometimes feel like we're not in flow anywhere. That's kind of how I've been feeling. Like, I don't know what's going on. Nothing I do is working. What, you know, that it, I feel like I'm banging my head against a wall. And so the answer for that, again, take a break, step back, absolutely take a break. Recognize what's going on underneath the surface, sit in that discomfort, and then pivot. Pick a different tool, pick a different focus. Okay, so if none of this is working right now, maybe this is just not the time for this. And I need to pivot back and focus on music and focus on sound or whatever it is for you. I'm just using examples from my own life to kind of help make this a little more concrete because, again, this this can be really abstract and kind of hard to grasp. And so I try to use pretty concrete examples to help you work through this stuff practically because that's the thing. I can talk about dimensional frequency and pulling expansion from another dimension and and like all of that frankly sounds kind of crazy it sounds like i'm just a lunatic to some people i'm sure but that is not as important as how you practically function in the world and that might boost and enhance the way you function in the world when things are in flow when you're feeling good but if you're feeling frustrated if you're feeling burnt out and things aren't in flow then it's time to refocus. It's time to find where the flow is because the flow is there. Even if we don't feel it, the flow is there. And sometimes we just have to refocus. And as I'm, I'm, I realize I'm just talking to myself tonight and that's absolutely okay because I know I'm not the only person who can relate to these things. That's why I talk about the topics that I talk about. I know that this is a universal experience and that even if you're not in this right now, you have been in the past or you will be in the future. As always, but especially with this kind of work, be gentle, be loving, 
let yourself let yourself rest let yourself take that break but be honest in your inquiry about what's going on under the surface let your rest let your break be intentional don't run away from something i mean sure run away from something we all do that sometimes but recognize that that doesn't serve you recognize that what serves you maybe after you run away is to turn back around look at what you think is chasing you and then intentionally taking a step back from it and letting yourself rest and letting yourself be in flow and be gentle and sit in that discomfort and let that space happen let that silence happen let yourself sit out an entire movement of the symphony and recognize that it's okay let yourself step away from people pleasing let yourself say no a few times and and it'll feel really uncomfortable but eventually you'll realize that that's where that flow is and that by serving yourself as we talked about last week if you're not serving yourself you can't serve others you have to serve yourself first you have to care for yourself first before you can help other people and that's a lesson that we kind of have to learn over and over again those of us who give and give and give sometimes you have to step back and and recommit to serving yourself before you can serve other people i'm actually really excited about our meditation tonight so what we're going to do is we're going to take a break a lot of our meditations are very working meditations there's active visualization. There's active movement of energy through visualization, through the words and the energy I use when I guide you, through the sound that I make. This is not that meditation. This meditation is just about taking a break and absorbing. So my plan for this meditation is to lead you into our energetic sanctuary and I would really encourage you, if you have not watched or listened to that episode, go back and do that when you have time, because we come to our energetic sanctuary almost every single week. I think it's episode three, and it's on my website, paulataylorenergy.com, if you want to see the video, and, and you can get the podcast anywhere you get podcasts, and it's entitled Creating Your Energetic Sanctuary. I think it's episode three. You don't need to have done that for this meditation. I'll guide you into it. But, but again, we use it so often, it would really serve you, not just in these shows, but in your life, having that sanctuary available to you. That's one of the best ways to take a break because we can't always physically take a break. We can't always get out of our physical situation. You know, if you're a caregiver, if you're caring for children or parents or animals or whatever other beings of any sort sometimes you can't take a break from that physically but you can take a break in your mind in your energetic space you can go to your energetic sanctuary and take a break and it's almost as good as physically going on vacation so we're going to get into our sanctuary and then i'm just going to make some sound and and what i'm guided to share tonight is the emerald frequency, which is the first layer of the DFE, the D dimensional frequency expansion, is heart song. It's a heart-centered frequency. And everyone's heart song is different. And you've heard a lot of my heart song. I realized 
I was singing, I kept singing this motive, this, this group of notes over and over again. And I was like, where did this come from? I, I, I don't know where it came from. And then I realized a lot of this has been for me looking back, oh, this bowl came into my life and this is a portal. I, it's been really amazing. And, and this work often is sometimes as you get toward one end and you look back, you really see all of the things that have served you, all of the people that showed up at the right time, all of the instruments that maybe showed up for you. So the Emerald Frequency is a heart frequency and everyone's heart song is different, but I'm going to sing my heart song tonight. And my intention is to create a really loving space for us to take a break in together. And if you are motivated to tone along with me, which has happened to me when I've been listening to other people tone, absolutely join in. If you'd like to make sound, if you'd like to tone along, if you'd like, if you feel motivated to share some um, affirmations, please do that. But you can also just absorb, just absorb this energy. One last thing. So remember what I said about Shavasana when we're in this meditation. Yes, Shavasana looks like you're just lying on the ground. And that would be a great position to get in for this meditation. A lot of times I tell you not to lie down. But for tonight, if you lie down, if you fall asleep, that's what we're going for here. So Shavasana looks like you're just lying there. But if you're practicing Shavasana, yes, it's a passive practice, but you're allowing that expansion to happen. You're allowing yourself to absorb the energy that's coming into your space or in yoga, the energy that you built during your practice. So have a Shavasana mindset for this. Yes, we're at rest. We're taking a break, but let it be intentional. Let yourself be in a space of acceptance and, and absorption and restoration as we meditate together. And I know the the large bowl doesn't always come through if I'm if I'm playing it in the across the speaker, but just know that the energy is there. Even if you're not hearing the bowl, the energy is coming through. It's got a really low pitch and, and it's a very visceral frequency. And even if you don't hear it, that that energy is still coming through this transmission. Let's meditate together. So really get comfortable tonight. If you'd like to lay down, please do that. If you're comfortable sitting up, make sure you're supported as you sit up. Maybe put some pillows behind your back or underneath your knees. Find a really comfortable position And let yourself know that it's okay to relax. It's okay to take a break. Take a few deep breaths through the nose, sigh them out with that audible ha sound, increasing that oxytocin in the body, that ease hormone, that love hormone. Take at least two or three more of those. Ah. 
bring your awareness to the body moving if you need to, if there's any tension that you called to move out here. Maybe you need to shake your hands or feet or move your neck and shoulders around. Take another nice deep breath and draw that breath into any areas of tension or tightness, of discomfort or pain, and then sigh them out again. Allow that crown chakra, the top of the head, to gently open. And tonight, let's invite a beautiful, relaxing energy of ease into the body, of relaxation. Let that flow in through the top of the head and fill your face and your jaw. Let it fill your head, that brain, mental space inside your head. Allow this ease and relaxation to flow into your neck and your shoulders, into your throat. Let it flow down your arms, through the upper arms and into your elbows, through the forearms, into your wrists and hands. Allow this ease, this relaxation to flow into your chest and your upper back. Let it come into your heart space. Allow it to flow into your belly and your mid and low back. Fill that big, beautiful cave of the belly up with ease, with relaxation. Nothing to do here, nothing to think about. Let go of what happened earlier today or what happens later tonight. Allowing that energy of ease to flow into the hips and the pelvis. Letting it come down each thigh and into your knees. Take another nice deep breath, drawing that relaxation all the way down through your head and your torso and your hips and your legs into your knees. And sigh it out down the lower legs into the ankles, feet, and finally into the earth. Let yourself feel heavy and relaxed here. Let this ease come into all areas of your body. Let this ease come into your emotional state. Let go of any tension in your emotional field for the next few minutes. Let this ease and relaxation come into your mental state. Allow your thoughts to just float by without grabbing onto them just for the next few minutes. Draw your energetic sanctuary into your space bring your planet to you. And if you're not familiar with that, just imagine that you're in the most beautiful place you could possibly envision. This is your sanctuary. This is your safe space. No one is allowed here without your invitation. This is an entire planet made entirely for you. Let yourself bring whatever part of your sanctuary calls to you tonight. Maybe it's that safest of spaces where you meet your guides. Maybe it's the waterfall of joy. Maybe you'd like to be in, in or outside your healing cave. Maybe it's an area that we've never explored before on the show. Just let your intuition guide you to the area that will most serve you in this ease and relaxation tonight, in this absorption. Allowing yourself to rest and restore and renew as 
these frequencies come into your space as this heart song sings to your heart. Allow your heart to be open to this frequency and let yourself join in if you'd like. Ooh. 
Allow this heart song to mingle with your own heart song. Whether you verbalized it or not, you have a unique song to share with the world that comes straight through your heart. That brings expansion, not just to your heart, but to all the hearts you encounter. If you'd like, you can place your hands on your heart now. Take a few nice deep breaths into that heart space. <sighs> Letting this energy of ease and relaxation flow directly into your heart space. Letting the reverberation of my heart song mingle with your own heart song. Knowing that your heart song has been heard and recognized. Knowing that this emerald frequency has entered your heart. Been invited expansion clarity and harmony into your heart space.
You can leave your hands at your heart if you like or relax them down. Just allow yourself to sit in your sanctuary here for a few last moments, absorbing the shift in the frequency of your space. The energetic shift that comes from taking a break. From allowing yourself to be passive in an intentional way. Invite this beautiful restorative energy into your body now, into your mind and your heart, your emotional field. Let this beautiful frequency of renewal and love come into your space. Recognize that you have a unique heart song to share with the world. And let go of any pressure around that sharing. Recognize that as you serve yourself, you serve the collective. As you expand yourself, you extend that invitation to everyone around you to step into further expansion. As you grow in clarity, you allow yourself to see clearly and invite others to do the same. And as you invite new harmonies, new frequencies into your space, you enhance the beautiful heart song that is your heart song alone. As you're ready, if you'd like, you can gently allow that crown chakra to close or leave it open only for the highest good, for the most beautiful, clear, harmonic frequency. And once more, as you breathe, allow this frequency of restoration to flow into your head into your mind space, into your throat space, that center of expression. Invite this energy to allow you to express your needs without feeling the need to please others. Invite this restorative energy, this energy of renewal into your heart space. Recognizing that your heart song is so beautiful and that as you're ready, you will be able to share it with the world. Allow this beautiful energy of ease to flow into your belly, that solar plexus and sacral cave, such a sacred area. Let this restoration and renewal come into this sacred cave. Allow this energy of rest to flow into your hips and your pelvis, into that root chakra at the base of the spine, and down and out your spine through your legs into the earth, like the roots of a tree connecting you to this dark, rich, loving energy 
of renewal and restoration. And slowly begin to move your fingers and toes a little bit. And affirm with me out loud, I am fully present in my body. I am fully present in my body and I allow myself to rest with intention. I am fully present in my body and my heart song is meant to be shared. Take one or two more deep breaths, breathing deeply into the belly, sighing, if you'd like, with that audible ha as you breathe out. And as you're ready, you can open your eyes. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for sharing in my heart song. If you'd like to learn more about dimensional frequency expansion, keep watching the show, reach out to me on my website. There will be more to come as I gain my courage to share this beautiful practice with you. Have a beautiful rest of your night, a restful rest of your week, and I will see you next week for Why Now Wednesday. Oh,